everybody. Welcome to the Ales and Tales podcast. We are here to bring you some views on some beer. It is going to be the Ben, Andy, and Mike show, otherwise known as B-A-M. Bam! Bam! Bam. All right. So no t- copyright infringement. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so today we are going to be bre- uh, brewing. We're going to be brewing a beer. It's going to take a while. This is going to be a long podcast. Hang tight. We're going to be reviewing Founders Brewing's Blushing Monk Belgian-style ale fermented with pure raspberries. Bam! That's hard to read. They've got I was going to say, or if you can't read that, for Spence with Piss Peas. <laughs> yeah, that's about all I could read at first. You got to get all up on the. Did you on say the... for English pre- Press P? Yes. <laughs> for English Press Control, P. Control Alt Delete. How many different languages do we have in America now? Uh, so on the bottle it says when our love of fruit and our love of beer come together, Blushing Monk happens. Apparently, Blushing Monk is now a verb. Mm. Brewed with a ridiculous amount of raspberries for tart yet luscious raspberry jam character and from <laughs> and fermented with Belgian yeast for subtle fruit and spice esters. They're just throwing all kinds of That's fun words. That's a five dollar word of the day right there. Right? Think of Blushing Monk as Rubeus's older sibling, hmm. which is another beer that they do for Founders Rubeus. I was not a fan. Uh-oh. I did not like the Rubeus when I had it. Okay, well, this one's going to be, apparently, as they state, more intense, Ooh. slightly larger, mm. and just a little bit more mature. Is it like 9.2? It's 9.2. You were close. 2. Wait a minute. You were perfect. 9.2. I, I am He's perfect. He's only Thank psychic you. when it comes to beer. Or reading labels. Oh, that works I know too. I read it earlier. I'm... I, I, I kind of thought it was a 12. I don't know why. I saw it. I was like, this looks like a bad boy. Looks like bad. Really, it looks like a little lady drink. So I was gonna say it's pink and white and really? yellow and pink. I think the stubby bottle for me just screams bad boy. That's <laughs> just all the founders. <laughs> founders are some bad boys, though. Most well, of what they do, I love. There's been one or two I've not been a fan of. How do you make a monk blush? How? That there's no joke there. That was a question. That sounds like a good oh, joke. I thought that was a setup, man. <laughs> you gotta come with that punchline. You flick his toe. <laughs> no? Okay. I don't, I don't know if that would work, but hey, you tickle his I got so many toe. jokes I could yeah. tell that would make a monk blush, but I'm not going to tell any of them. Yeah, that's probably safer and less litigious. This is not a... So everything I've ever had from Founders has been fantastic. There's nothing about this one that appeals to me except for the fact that I like raspberries, but I don't know if I'm really going to dig raspberries in beer. Well, I mean, with the Belgian yeast, I could see how it'll play off. It'll come across as, you know, a pseudo-lambic, maybe. Belgian um, Belgians typically have kind of... No, no, I'm thinking of Hefeweizens. Never mind. I was thinking of banana notes. No, yeah. Mm. It's, no, no, no. This is, yeah. You're, you're, you know, you got to think of like a double or a triple or a quad, something like that. I mean, you get those very... I've never been able to describe them, but I can pick them out of the, you know, drop of a hat. Like, uh, mm-hmm. Belgian yeast has a very specific flavor profile taste. Like, as soon as you taste them, you go, oh, yeah, that's Belgian yeast. And what is that flavor profile? I can't tell you. I but don't you know can how figure to describe it, it. Absolutely. I don't have your palate, Mike. I can't, like, taste something and go, oh, this tastes like uh, 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 alum powder. <laughs> Some crazy stuff that you come up with. This is something he used to describe a beer at one point in time. Alum powder. Yeah, exactly. It's a good Y'all memory. can't see it. 
Uh, uh, Andy's face says everything. Will we release the episode? That is a seriously curious look. (laughs) You'll have to go back and listen to some old, some of the old episodes before you came on board. Um, Alum? And that's what, well, that's what I said. How many people do you think have actually tasted Alum powder? And he goes, oh. (laughs) Is it like, is it like goodies for your headache? What is Alum powder? No, it's something you use in chemistry class. Ah, which you should be tasting. Everything in chemistry class. Bunsen burners and beakers and like Muppets and shit. Mm. (laughs) <laughs> what? Bunsen and Beaker? Okay, gotcha. E- <laughs> right over the head. Either way, I love... Bert lo- Ferg. <laughs> Bert Ferg. Either way, I love that they use the word ridiculous. A ridiculous amount of raspberries. Ridiculous. How many? A ridiculous amount, which tells me it should be a lot of raspberries. That's right. It better and, be. And Ferg is the Swedish chef. Nothing- but Bert Ferg is... Sweet West. It's the, the Swedish fuck, chef. Which is Muppets. Okay. Which is Bunker and Beast... Bunker and Beast... <laughs> Beaker and Bunsen, which is Bunsen burners and beakers. Yeah. Which is chemistry class, which is Allen powder. There was Ben's train of thought. You're welcome. Ben's, you, you Ben's just, train you of just thought went was down on the rabbit hole into Ben's head. Ben's train of thought was on single rail at about a 45 degree angle, turning a corner. I'm sorry, <laughs> dude. That's the way God made me. All right. So if you got something against that, you got something against God. Oh, that's deep. I just missed a bunch. Heard powder and rail. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> this is the beer podcast. Ah. <laughs> settle that's, down. That's, settle down. That's settle awful. Down. All uh, right, so shall we pour out some of this uh, blushing monk? Yes, I think we shall. All right. I think that's a good idea. It is. Wow. Okay, yeah, it's definitely brewed raspberries. It comes out like rosé color. Well, it's darker than that. Almost looks like a... Sangria? Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, like that's a red a good, sangria. Uh, Jose. A little on the lighter side. I mean, it's a watered-down sangria. Very tart. You know, put that up to the light, that's amber beer. Yeah, I'd agree. It is. But red, with a very red tint. Put this to your nose. Is it a Mike beer? Oh! I get the raspberries. <laughs> hey! Sour. Immediately, I get hit with just the smell. Of no, that's just the fruit. It's just tart. It's not funk. It's no, just, it's tart. Yes, tart, sour fruit. Which immediately reminds me of what alum powder does to your mouth, which sucks all the moisture I think out it of was it. a uh, sour. I think it was one of the Probably first sours was. we ever tried. So alum powder basically pulls all the moisture out of <laughs> your mouth. Go. And your, your cheeks, the sides of your cheeks basically come into your mouth and touch each other. Just like like the worst, most tart lemon you've ever had. Is there a, is, is alum a... Uh, what am I thinking of here? Not an atom? Is it? Is it an element? What is? What is? Dude, I have it's So the last time I messed with alum was like. Is it beyond powder form? Is my real do question. You mine it? Is it a natural occurring I don't know. substance? Is I was it... in middle school and it was a high. It was. It, I was. It was a middle school high school class. It was a middle so school science project. Let me get this right. Let me get this right. You have this chemical that you don't know what it is or where it came from. But you had such resounding faith in our education system, you were willing to ingest it. <laughs> no, I trusted my mom because we were working on a science project. And alum powder, we were using alum powder to did create your mom crystals. Work in the, did your mom work in the science field? She was... No. <laughs> did you eat paint chips as a kid? Alum powder chips. Uh, fun, fun. Okay, fun chemistry fact. It, well... Interesting chemistry fact, I should say. I find it fun. Someone else might not. Uh, do you know why kids would eat lead paint chips? Yes. Because lead paint is sugary sweet. 
it tastes like a candy treat if you eat it. We are no so, way, like, shape, or form condoning eating paint chips made of lead. I, I or, did or any other paint chips or lead, for that matter. I learned this because I had a professor in college who had a friend that tried it out to find out why kids did it. I actually had a lead stout here recently that was actually not bad. Really? Was it brewed with uh, Nashville Cumberland River water? Yes. Okay. So, a couple things. That actually reminds me of something funny because the whole. Are we gonna try this or? That was an insult to everything we just said. That what you just said, which was not funny, reminds me of something that is funny. We just completely railroaded your thought. I have no idea what's even going on anymore. I did find out what alum is. It's an aluminum-based powder, which is not good to ingest, I would imagine. Uh, potassium alum. All right. It's Anyways, a, would you fellas like to bring this back to the beer? I'm just going to... Oh, it's a styptic. So styptic pencils used for as pharmacists to stop bleeding, basically. Got okay. it. That makes sense. So, yeah, sure. like when you it shave... Sucks when, the moisture out when you, of every, Yeah. Correct. When you shave and you nick your face and it bleeds, I think they still can... You can still do that on dogs, but probably shouldn't on humans, but you can because it works. Mm-hmm. It's like carterizing over the counter. Right. I used to... It and you shouldn't great. taste it. Mmm, this mm. stops the bleeding on my face. Speaking What's it ta- taste like? Speaking of tasting, I'm going to taste this beer. Yeah, that yeah. works. Boy, I had mm. a good story that went sideways also that wasn't even involving the alum. Wow, God, that's, that's a lot of definitely tart. tart. It's a lot of raspberries. A little lemony citrus mm-hmm. on the front of the tongue. Ooh. Okay. That's that's, inter- it's interesting. That's... Very <laughs> raspberry. Yeah. It's very raspberry. I have a question, but I'm going I'm to let everybody sit on that before I ask it. We're going to sit on your question? We don't need to sit on my question. You can ask another question, but I'm saying I have a question in case you have a question and an answer. Okay. Is it a beer? Does it taste like beer? This is as far removed from beer as you can get while still being a beer. This right. is lambic like. Yeah, see, I told you you get a lambic quality. I mean, just with the fruit, very. the Belgian yeast, and... Like, it's going to come across that way. Okay. If you know somebody who doesn't like beer and they yep. do like fruity stuff, yep. give them this. Yep. Yeah, and it's uh, high in alcohol, so get them drunk. <laughs> yep. That's a bonus, I guess. Take them to the Founder's Tap Room. You yeah. don't like beer? Well, it's like my, mom, my mom does not like beer. She likes a good German Hefeweizen, um, and that's about it. If there's a lot of those she's not a fan of. And then we took her to uh, Southern Grist and gave her a sour, and she loved it. Like, What? Well, it doesn't taste like beer. Oh, okay. It's beer that doesn't taste like beer. Yeah. This definitely falls into that category. This tastes like fruit punch, let's be honest. Yeah, I agree. You drank some highly contaminated fermented fruit punch when you were a kid. Are you dying over there? What's going on? I'm trying not to burp. I don't know what's going on. Gas. There's no burp button. There's a lot of carbonation here that just made me go... I'm in some serious trouble. So that's a lot... 9.2% 9.2% fruit punch. I haven't had raspberry a fa- punch. Yeah, I haven't had a founders like this. Um, I do enjoy a lot of their beer. Um, their all day is very popular. Um, everything that I've had, I've really liked. I do not dislike this, but man, um, to Mike's point, I think he, he, he nailed it. It's about as far away from a beer as it could be and still bottle as a beer. It's almost strange that the founder's name is on it, in my opinion. Hmm. As I said, I've had a couple of them uh, that I'm not like they get really out there, and I've had a couple. Blizzard of Cause was not a fan. I'm going to put it on a record. Just did not, and I like a dark, 
bourbon barrel aged beer, and it just wasn't my thing for some reason. Um, so, sorry, go ahead. I'm noticing the, 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 the similarity of if it's the fruit, it's the fruit fr- founders that I have not been big on. Because Lizard of the Cause has blueberries in it, Rubeus is strong, or raspberry, this is raspberry. I do like this better than, than the Rubeus. Um, and if I kind of shift my mindset and don't think about drinking beer and just, hey, I want to drink something that goes down fairly smooth and has good alcohol, it kind of does that. Like, it's not hard to drink. No, it's, it's not, not the greatest flavor in the world, but it's not hard to drink. The first sip was tart. Mm-hmm. And after that, the tart's gone. Your, your, your mouth adjusts it's round, to it's it. It's rounding out. And then it's just raspberry. Yeah. So here's what I get whenever I drink a raspberry from, jam. Yeah, whenever I get whenever I get a beer from Founders, here's what I get: a shit ton of flavor. No matter what beer it is by Founders, they are not short on flavor. Very true. It is flavor first, then the fact that you're drinking something. It's just like, bam! It's mm-hmm. like, hey, bam! My summer go-to this year has been Founders Solid Gold. It's just their lager. <clears throat> Um, but it's got flavor to it. It goes down easy, gets you a good buzz, cheap. That's the one good thing that's coming out of San Miguel buying them. <laughs> gets, gets some cheap lager that, that tastes good. And I mean, like in the store, it was like a dollar more than, but like they had a sale at Kroger the other day. It was like 12 bucks for a 12 pack. So did founders get bought out by San Miguel, which is a larger, think of it like Anheuser-Busch or okay. one of, you know, one of those guys. Is a larger octopus. I mean, they got their, you know, little distribution, little production. Extra tentacles. Yeah. Who doesn't like? And there's there's pros and cons to that. Gotcha. Uh, from what I understand, you know, it's here. Here's the thing. I've talked about this before when we talked about Wicked Wee getting bought out by Anheuser. Depending on the deal that is struck and the autonomy that is kept, like they're still producing the same beer. They're just given a bankroll to do it on a larger scale. Okay. And I'm like, yes, you get somebody from Anheuser that gets to sit on the board and help curb things. So I can't remember if I mentioned this in a previous episode or not. I found out the other week that uh, this would be the last CBS release. Hmm. Well, maybe I think it was this year or next year. But then I thought I saw something for the last one this year. Um, Canadian Breakfast Stout. It's going to be the last year they release it. And it's probably because it's not a money maker and they're now a little more corporate than they were. And mm. so, yeah, you can still do the love of the beer, but you've got to limit it to the beers you do it with. Hmm. And that's kind of what you end up seeing a lot of times. And that's the big downside of it is some of the innovation does get stifled. The bean counting too- comes in and the, the, the experimentation goes away. You know, we're around the corner from uh, Sam Adams Utopia is coming out and I've never had it and I would love to try it and I mean, I've got a raffle in to try to buy a bottle. It's probably like 200 bucks for a fifth. It's not cheap and it's like 18%. Some of those other beers out there, you can, you know, Dogfish Head 120, you know, hell of a lot cheaper than $200 a, a mm-hmm, fifth. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just, it's a little piece of history and you know, uh, Cook was kind of quoted as saying, he's like, I've never run the numbers on it. To be honest, we probably we might break even on it, but it's not about that. It's about doing it for the love it's of the beer. passion, right? It's the passion. When you get bean, bean counters, destroy passion. It's inevitable. They are the they are the, the antithesis. Yeah. So it's unfortunate, unless well, except for they have a passion for counting, but making so. money. So. Dun, 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 dun. All right. What was your question? You had a question. I, I did not have a question. No, I was I was I was all in listening to Ben. You had That's a question. You said we, we were going to sit on your question, but we never got to it, did we? 
Oh, yeah. No, my question was, is it beer or does it taste oh, like beer? Okay. That was my question. Okay. And and I, I think we all agreed. Obviously, mm-hmm. it, it is beer because mm-hmm. it's in this bottle and it's made. It's like beer. Malt and but taste-wise, and water and taste-wise, if if I'm a if I'm an amber IPA stout porter, name the major six seven styles. Do I consider this beer? I don't know. I don't mind it. I'm not a sweet fan, mm-hmm. so I don't do dessert. Uh, I'm a Goza fan because I like salty snacks. But for the <laughs> sweetness, I don't mind it. I think this would be a really fun four ounce pour at the Founders Tap House. A little sample in a flight. Uh huh. Little something to to break up the palate. Yeah, or finish. Just kind of, yeah. just cause yeah. you know. It's sweeter. Mm-hmm. It's sweet in a different realm where it's not sweet like a port. It is literally sweet and tart. It's all sweet in my opinion. I don't taste any. Uh, beer taste or alcohol taste, to be honest with you. Even those well, nine and that's that's kind of somewhat to its credit in the ability of Founders Brew is you just said you don't taste any alcohol taste and it's 9.2%. Yeah, but it also could taste like it's, it's malt based. It's like Mike's yeah. hard lemonade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I mean, which isn't, it, that's a dramatic think, stretch. I'm not insulting, but people who can't hang with the taste of beer would be no problem with this. It's a good yeah. one. Well, going back it's, to, it's a good spouse beer if you're a beer guy. Going back to the sangria, you know, it mm-hmm. does have that kind of fruity, yep. alcoholic quality to it. Like, it, you could see how it could come across as, if you gave this to somebody who really didn't know and said, hey, it's this, like, raspberry wine, they'd probably go, okay, yeah. I just think it tastes a little off, but they probably would not question whether it was wine or not, other than the carbonation. That's, a, that's exactly where I was about to go. Mm-hmm. So if you've ever been to a winery yeah. and toured a winery, and at the end they go, and here's our dessert wine. Yeah, they give you a blackberry or a yeah. blueberry or a yeah. raspberry wine. Is that. Congratulations. Yeah. Founders has bottled this yeah. as a beer. Yeah. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's um. I remember the first time I ever had a Lambic or Lambic. I thought it was Lambic. Anyway. Maybe it is Lambic. It's, um, uh, there was a Frambois, mm-hmm. which is a the, short the bottle. Classic. Yeah. And I remember I had a friend, and she did not like beer. And I said, ooh, I had had that, and they had it at this local bar. And I said, here, try this. Boom, she was in. Loved it. That's the same thing. If you have a friend that does not like beer, but they like fruity things and other stuff, this is the first beer that a person who doesn't like beer could probably drink and end up liking beer. Congratulations at the tap ring. You get to pay $9 a 10 ounce. Right. (laughs) Or congratulations, you can use the word beer like 10 times like I did in a sentence. (laughs) It's just kind of like... Beer, 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 Is it it weird for me... uh, So so my thought and my opinion on this, is it weird to think that my... um, what I thought this beer was going to taste like would taste differently off the first sip if it wasn't in a 12-ounce bottle? Like, if it was like a 22-ounce, like you mentioned, Lambic. Would it, be yeah. a little, would it be a little different? I think, for me, that's that's a question that I'm asking you two, but for me, I know it would be. Hmm. I know that a lot of, like, uh, regional, local sours are done in, you know, like a 22-ounce bottle. And, obviously, that's not for you to just sip right off the rip mm-hmm. from the head like a 40-ounce. Mm. It's just, that's just the size it is. It being in a four-pack, man? Maybe four- something with the carbonation levels or something. Could it change it? No, I'm just saying that like I, it look, it holds it holds like a beer in my hand, but I picture it to my, Mike's point. I mean, like, like a from a psychological point of view, could yeah. that change your... That's all up on you, man. I don't know. It's an interesting question because, I mean, it is weird to be holding this going, yeah, I'm going to drink a beer. Would you bring it to poker night with the boys? No. Or, to, or to tailgate? No. 
quick action. Tailgate now. Right. This is a this is a end of the night or a beer sampling night with with a group of people. That's what this beer is. This is not a beer where you say, okay. I think it would go As, go, with, go with some like good pork. It would go great with pork. Anything fruity, fruity goes yeah, with, sure. great with pork. So. As a beer guy, this is not a, I'm going to sit back and watch a game or grill out or mow the lawn oh, hell or, no. or work on a car or be out on the lake. None of those things fit this beer. None of them. It fits. Here's a special presentation for my significant other. Mm-hmm. Or here's a sampling. Hey, let's get a group of people together and try some beers. Yeah. That's about it. Or, or as a dessert. Yep. This would honestly, if if you heard beers over ice cream, this there are a few beers over ice cream that work. So what's your what's your rating on this beer? Real quick, sorry to, to interrupt I, that part. Do you think we could call in your wife to try this real quick and see what she thinks? Let's get it. She, she's the she's the wine drinker. That's a good question. We're gonna pause and see if I can do that. Is that am I gonna? Those are the funny hurt parts. No. Okay. So we've we've added an extra component. We got Stacy. We brought her in to try this beer. So we're not going to tell you anything about it. Stacy, say hello. Hello, everyone. All right. So this is the Founder's Blushing Monk. I think we could tell her, I mean, at least the label on it, what it, what it is. No. is it? What's no? the blushing monk? I just part? wanted her to try it. Okay. Nothing, nothing said. Try it. Uh-huh. Look, look, the listeners know. It's first impression. Ooh. Yeah. I Smell love it. it. Love the aroma? Love the aroma. Rose and strawberry. Mm. Rose, yeah, and I, strawberry. I sense that rose down. I like it. Yeah, she. I see it. I like it. it. <laughs> it's up her alley. Definitely. This is definitely one for the ladies. I think that was mm-hmm. the, the face she made. I wish we could have had that somehow where people could see that because she well, was. Like, we should have oh, yeah. videoed it and put it on Insta, but oh well, too late now. This can is, we can we recreate it? This is really nice. <laughs> is it a beer? Mm. Mm. Um. Yeah, because it's got more depth than like a rosé, which right. is it's, uh, more salty than like a strawberry wine or yeah. something like that. Interesting. Salty. I didn't it's get the saltiness salty. of it. Interesting. You so, will if you lick your lip. So this is uh, it's raspberry. It's brewed okay. with a metric fuck ton of raspberries. <laughs> okay. <laughs> According yeah, to the bottle. That is loosely paraphrased. <laughs> but it's also 9.2% alcohol. So does it taste very alcoholic to you? No, it doesn't. Yeah, see, that's what Andy was saying. Is like, I don't get any alcohol notes from it. And I'm like, that's, that mm-hmm. right there in itself is impressive that this is 9.2. And you can just kind of drink it. Yeah, I like fruit juice. Man, mm. put this on crushed ice during the summer. I bet that'd be pretty mm-hmm. good. Over ice cream, mm-hmm. all kinds of fun stuff. So, it's so, very refreshing. So if you remember, we've been to a few wineries and they have the, the dessert wines. This is about as close to that as possible mm-hmm. with a beer. Would you not agree? Yes, it's sweet, but it's got like a salty finish. All right. I think that this is better than dessert wine because I do not like dessert wine, mainly due to the carbonation in it. I think mm-hmm. that it that if it's going to taste like a beer, it has that carbonation to it, where carbonation in dessert wine is going to be uh, not present. Dessert wine is syrupy. Yeah. yeah. This, this yeah. is drinkable. This yes. is watered down to where you can actually drink it. I could have a whole bottle of this and be okay with it, if not it's- even two. But I'd still be thick. questioning if it was beer. It's but like, I wouldn't be going. Yeah. It's like they, they took the dessert wine and they hooked it up to like the restaurant CO2 fountain dispenser, there but like go. backed off the CO2 just a little bit. 
If you could just convince your spouse or wife that this was just an after-dinner drink and non-alcoholic, you'd be happy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, honey, no, I'm not having a beer after my meal. It's just a little after-dinner treat. What are you it's, trying to say? It's, it's, it's your res- wife. <laughs> just saying that. It's, uh... Better yet, you feed it to her and tell her it's not an alcoholic. Okay. okay. After if having a beer, she's like, you could just give this to your wife and not tell her it has alcohol in it, you'll be fine. Just, my, wife would take about, my wife would take about an eighth of a sip of this and her face would just cringe at the taste of alcohol because oh. I'll have drinks where I can't taste it. And she's like, oh my God, oh, it tastes like alcohol. She's super bitter profile on her tongue. She cannot do it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, let's give it a rating. Stacy, you go first. What is it, one to ten? I don't care. Have we're we're one to ten, F to A. Five you don't have a uh, No, just do it. Two and a half thumbs up to nothing to, uh, to rate it. Um, or multiple rating systems. I was thinking too much about it. <laughs> Zero to ten. I give it an eight. All right. Cool. Andy? Uh, me, right now? Are we sure? Yeah. Okay. Did you forget you were on a no. beer podcast? No, no, I got it. Uh, <laughs> this is not beer to me. Um, I wouldn't buy this and say I bought beer. This is uh, the wine that my wife bought that I would sneak and tell her I didn't drink. And that's my score. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. What do you mean the Boda box is half gone? I mean, it's so hard because it's a Belgian-style ale is what it classifies it as. And I guess, you know, I don't know if Lambics are French or Belgian or what, to be honest. Neither French. Um, I believe they are. So it's... I'm right there with you. It's another one that's hard to classify. If I don't think of it as beer, I like it. If I think of it as beer, I'm not a fan. Um, kind of as they said, but I, I still enjoy it. I still enjoy drinking it. I think as it's kind of warmed up over the last couple of minutes, the, the flavor profile has smoothed off a little bit. I enjoy the smell, like the raspberry mm-hmm. smell. I mean, it's... It, you can't help you know, but notice you know those little... Uh, cookies you get that are like the, the the bready cookies with like the little just like raspberry it's a jam. tiny shortbread cookies yeah, with like the, the red dot in the center. Yeah, that's what it. That's what it's reminding me of. That's the taste. That's yep. the smell. Those are good cookies too. And man. if I think of it in those terms, I love it. So mm-hmm. overall, those two aspects combined, I'm gonna I'm gonna go a six and a half. Mm. Um, I'm not gonna go out and buy this again. Let's like I have like a dessert I think it's going to go perfect with, mm-hmm. to be honest. Um, but I've enjoyed drinking it. So as a beer, I give it a zero because I don't, I don't, I don't feel like it's a beer. As a drink for what it is, I give it a nine. Just as a, as a unique f- drink because it's mm-hmm. very well done. Think of it like an yeah. aperitif or... Yeah. Yeah. Or if no. it was a 12 pack of cookies, I'd give it 11 cookies. It's almost a full dozen of those cookies. It's really good. It's if got... it just had some more al- al- almond paste. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Some what paste? I don't know. What I... That's not how I say that word. <laughs> almond paste. Almond. What the hell did I just say? Almond. Almond. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. I know you uh, like come from... I know, I know you're a little bit of a Yankee. Salmon. Where but, am I from? Uh... Listen, I, I panicked. I lost. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's good. All right. Well, till next time, folks, this is the Founders Blushing Monk. Check us out on the Ales and Tales podcast Facebook page. I'm blushing. And Instagram. And he's blushing, which you won't be able to see because he's anonymous Andy. 
Or you can check us out on the Instagram page at the Ales and Tales podcast. We will post a picture of it. We'd love to have you review our podcast. Give us five stars. Otherwise, if you don't want to give us five stars, drink about six beers, then go back and then give us five stars. All right. Till next time. Cheers. Thanks, Jason.